Welcome to this week's Century of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbeck. And I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. And I'm a mother. That is the 18th Meredith Brooks reference we've made in 2021 on this podcast. Uh, that was the first time we actually referenced her hit song, though. See if you can find the other 17. Yeah. Uh, go back and take a drink uh, as a reward for every time that you find one. I used to love watching that video on pop-up video on VH1. Really? Yeah. What, what was the video? What happened in this thing? Oh, I don't remember. I, it's her playing in a room. Like, if I remember, like, the room is, like, a bluish room. She's got a guitar, and she's just, you know, uh, being a real rocker. A real rock and or roller. Rock and or roll. Those are both the kinds of music that I like. Rock and also roll. That's a, what, Isn't that like a Blues uh, blues Brothers reference? Uh, we got both kinds of music here. Country and Western. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love it. Uh, anyway, How are you, buddy, you doing uh, good? Yeah, I got no complaints. Yeah. What about you? Uh, no, no tornadoes blowing out windows this week. No, it's good. Yeah. It's I mean, good. Not, not at my house. I, I can't speak for the world. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good too. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm just excited to be here. This is uh, uh, you know, one of the best times of my life tonight specifically. <laughs> This is, uh, in case you guys didn't pick up on that, that was a cry for help from Matt. <laughs> Alex has got a gun yeah. pulled on me right now. Uh, what's odd is that it's a Nerf gun, but he still seems terrified. I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. So after this last year, I'm just assuming it's real. Yeah, you're 100% right. This uh, is a real rocket with flared cushion tips. <laughs> Alex has my wallet and my keys. Not because he asked for them, but because I got real scared. Anyways, this week, we're talking about Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Hell yeah, we are. But before we do that, let's talk about some news. Alex, what news do you have for everybody this week? Uh, the only news that I remember was that DC announced their next animated film, which is Injustice, Gods Among Us, which is one of my favorite comic book storylines. Uh, Tom Taylor wrote the brunt of it, uh, then left for a bit, and then came back and continued writing the series. Uh, this is such a good series that, in fact, this is... One of the original series that you recommended to me. And uh, I asked for hero books uh, in the DC Marvel world. And boy, did Alex not disappoint. Injustice is incredible. You absolutely got to check yeah, this shit. Here's a hero book where, all, where half the heroes are evil, evil monsters. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Like uh, Within the first, I think, issue or two, it just sets in motion just the most insane fucked up dc stuff you'll ever see yeah and the original run is uh i want to say like 60 issues like five trades at least uh yeah and that's if you collect them two at a time yeah i'll be surprised if they can fit all that into one movie um oh yeah same yeah there's no way yeah it's it's gotten several spinoff uh series as well and series taking place afterwards and it originally started from a video game of all places too yeah, which is absolutely insane. You wouldn't have thought that a, a video game would have ended yeah. up spawning what this ended up spawning. Yeah, it's weird to me because like people hear Injustice, and for a large part of the population, like they think of the video game. But like I completely forget about that, and I play the video game, both of them, and I just always think of the comic because I enjoyed that run so much. Uh, I remember when you got me a job at a cell phone carrier 
playing all day that game instead of working. Yeah. On our, on our phones. Yeah. And then getting other people in the store to play as well, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I remember eventually something goofy happening and like having to restart. And so I just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Together. Yeah. I, I think that for happened to me as well to where like it erased like all my progression. So then I just yeah. gave up at that point. It's like, oh, I've only spent a hundred hours in this. Yeah. Game exactly. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our mobile gaming corner. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. welcome to Matt and Alex talk phone games. Yeah. But Jupiter's Legacy, uh, what is your experience with this book by Mark, uh, Mark Miller and Frank Quietly? Uh, I, I've read all three uh, trades in the series, uh, Jupiter uh, Legacy, Jupiter Ascending, and Jupiter Circle. Uh, and, uh, and, and then the fourth one, uh, Jupiter Blackhawk Down. Yes, uh, which I just want to say, Ewan McGregor was great in it. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, I, I love the series. Like this was for me the first like you know I, I like Mark Miller a lot, but this is like the first like Mark Miller series I thought was like oh th- this is not just a really good series it, like this is a great series, uh for the comics. Oh okay, so Kick Ass means nothing to you? No, I like I love Kick Ass. Like uh, uh, I think it's great. I I really enjoyed Kingsman as well. But like it, also we need to take into account. That Mark Miller typically I need to take into account shit does not write beyond five or six issues That's of the true. series. This he wrote every issue in Jupiter's Legacy, which also makes it to one of his. I think it does make it his longest running series uh, solo writing. There's a another uh, twelve issue maxi series that just kicked up. Yep, that really uh, puts the nail in the coffin for his longest book. Yeah, um, so I think that's something as well that like he like he connected this world and thought there was more story beyond the six issues and didn't want to hand that off to another writer well, either. If, you're not, if you're also not familiar you also might not know that he's basically the creator of the concept of the film logan as well yeah uh, he's got a, a ton red of sun superman was based off him as well uh yeah. like matt mentioned kick ass one of his i mentioned kingsman that's one of his wanted uh with angelina jolie mcavoy is one of his as well too yeah uh so he's been heavily influential, uh, and his works have been adapted time and time again. Yep, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have a long history of of writing stuff, but he what he writes is is very good. Yeah, he was Grant Morrison's writing partner for a long time uh, until they split. Uh, Romantically? N- no, but they. But a lot cooler if it was. It'd no, be but a lot better story. Last I read, like it's all just like internet rumors, but uh, apparently they hate each other now. Uh, oh sure, I mean, if you tell me that Grant Morrison and X hate each other, I'll be like, yeah, that sure. sounds right. Yeah, zero uh, issue believing that. So, like going into the show with my knowledge of the comics and how much I've loved his other projects, because uh, I love Kingsman, uh, I love Kick Ass, uh, I thought they were great. Uh, uh, so I, I was excited going into this series. How about you? Uh, I was actually pretty pumped too. Not going to lie. And some of the action in the series is very, very good. Yeah. And I also want to say too, that uh, the showrunner on this show is Steve Nesta Knight, uh, who was the showrunner for the first season of Daredevil. Uh, he did Spartacus, uh, on Star Trek TV series, which had just great, wonderful, like over the top action as well. Uh, he was an old, like, he came from, like, Whedon's uh, writing school, like, Drew Goddard and those guys, like, writing for Buffy and Angel and Dollhouse. 
So. So what do you think of the costumes in this series? The, Let's okay. start there. I'm going to – and it is apparent to me that this show does not have the budget of other of other similar shows that that that, that we have watched. It yeah, does not have the budget. The same level of the boys. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I think it has the budget of the boys. Uh, and for like Netflix shows, it doesn't have like the budget of like The Witcher, certainly. No. Uh, oh. Like not even close. I thought they did admirably with with what I assumed <laughs> what, their, 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 their budget was. Yeah, yeah. I I think that phrase speaks volumes. Uh, about what to expect if you choose to watch this show if you haven't already. Uh, so also spoiler for Jupiter's Legacy. Nailed it, bud. All uh, talking about costumes. You did a great yeah, job. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Uh, in the same vein, what do you think of the makeup? Because for anyone that hasn't seen this show, uh, the the there's two running parallel storylines. Uh, there's the present day and the flashback of it's the 1929 yes of the core care of the original superhero of the team same group of people yeah so that's uh well sheldon which is uh josh jumel's character uh george which is matt lantner's character uh walter who's ben daniels yes ben daniels uh and leslie bid yeah who played grace yep. she grace yeah. yes yeah yeah so yeah uh so what did you think so they had the same actress play themselves in like 2029 and in present day. She doesn't make it real clear in the comics. Present day is in the 1990s. Uh, uh, I thought Leslie Bibb looked the same in both. Like she was like, you're not putting those prostheses on me. <laughs> like yeah. to me, she was the only one who looked almost unchanged facially. Yeah. Uh, I it, it was like it's again. It's not. It's unfair almost to compare it to like Marvel's level of like the de aging technology and the aging technology yeah, that, 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 that they use. Exactly. CGI. Uh, like it wasn't like the fine thing, but like I just, my brain rationalized as like, well, clearly like the, their powers and abilities have aged them differently at, at a different rate. So like this is how they look now just due to their superpowers the that only they got. Thing I think that threw me off was the shitty beard that Josh Dumel wears at, when he's older. Yeah. The, the makeup, the prosthesis, all that stuff doesn't bother me at all. But his beard, having a beard myself, knowing what a beard of that <laughs> length would look like, and knowing that that looks nothing like what that beard would look like, I, is the only part to me that is like... Uh, it wasn't <laughs> the best, but like I also didn't hate it because I, I kind of dug the whole Zeus look, which is a look that we don't really don't see uh, in... In t- modern TV series, like like old man with white hair and white beard, it's also like broad shouldered and all that as well. Uh, so like I just enjoy like seeing like more of like that archetype that we we don't, we don't typically see. All right, probably the most important question we're going to ask today, uh, Alex, uh, Josh Dumel, hot or not? Uh as Zeus, yeah, I mean he, he pulls it off. Okay, as uh, Sheldon, uh, no, yeah, nobody named Sheldon. Is, yeah. is a stunner. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, a- a- except for young Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. That dude can fuck. <laughs> All right. Where are yeah. you going there? Yeah. Lovely. Um, what did you, uh, what was your favorite fight sequence or scene in this? Mine was actually, we haven't talked about the kids yet, but I liked it when they were doing the heist and they run the uh, van into Chloe unknowingly. Uh, Oh, that was brilliant. That yeah, was yeah, smart. yeah. yeah. I, I love that, and just like seeing 
it was the first chance we got to see like Chloe's abilities and powers, and we got to see like how powerful everybody else was, and just how she, uh, she just shrugged everyone off, like like they were ants basically. And like visually, it was a lot, really cool and a lot of fun. Uh, I will say though, I did enjoy the opening fight against uh, Clone Black Star as well. Oh yeah, where he punches his fucking face. Yeah, in. that was something I had not had not seen, and I want to say. I, I thought the show could have used more action for what it was. But again, I, I think that was a budget thing. And especially because Stephen S. Tonight, Daredevil Season 1, fantastic action. Spark the TV series has great action as well. But I think that was more of a budget thing th- than anything as well. But yes, the punching the face in. I had never seen that like in I- anything else. Yeah, literally just concaved this uh, evil alien monster guy's face in. And yeah. It was just shocking yeah. to watch. It was brutal and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, one thing I can ask you, have you read any of the comics? I've not. Okay. I almost purchased and read every single okay. one of them to prepare. Uh, but I was like, that's nah, probably a bit extreme. Let's see if I even like this first. I will say for anyone that if you didn't enjoy the show, you can still read the books. And if you enjoy the show, you still read the books because the storyline, while there are similarities, the storyline that happens in the comics is very different than what happened in the show. And like, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil the comics right now, but there are major changes. Uh, good. So I'll, I'll say one right now because it's apparent from the first issue in the comic is that Brandon, uh, their son, is a villain in the comic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he does commit, and it's it's kind of the the one of the cruxes of the entire series. Uh, he takes a life which is against the code. Uh, we don't know what the code is necessarily or why the code exists, yeah. uh, but he has broken the code uh, of the superhero of never taking a life, even if you're going to die and be killed you cannot take a life it is interesting that like i think it was done intentionally that uh sheldon is a devout christian uh yeah, young sheldon is a devout christian yeah and so is sheldon and, yeah uh and like he's still even after his powers he's still very much like his faith is a part of him uh but i think the show rather intentionally it pushes the idea of whether that notion is, is an outdated notion in the modern world uh, because it's not the 1920s. Uh, it is. I, I assume. I assume the show is 2021. It doesn't say. But I think it takes place then. That like the world has changed, and the the basic the basic ethical guidelines of Christianity are they too black and white? Uh, in a world that becomes increasingly gray. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, uh, Christianity started uh, not with the Big Bang, like old Sheldon thinks. But with uh, creationism, like young Sheldon thinks. Uh, it actually started whenever Sheldon and Grace and George all went to the island and rescued Jack and Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fucking stupid. And I love it. Thank you. That that would have been a great crossover episode. That is, that is yeah. a top-notch yeah. reference. Uh, I apologize if any of our viewers out there are lost after that. Um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Um Favorite character? Oh, favorite character, uh, Chloe, for sure. Really, I, 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 I thought Chloe was great. What I liked about Chloe too is like when you watch the first episode, you're like, "Oh, I, I hate Chloe. Like she sucks." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then you watch more episodes, like she's like, "Oh, she sucks, but she's a fun kind of sucks." And like <laughs> I enjoy watching th- th- this path of selfish self destruction. Oh yeah, it's all. Abs- I I love a good uh, self destruction story. Yeah. Uh, and boy, is she ever jump like motorcycle at 98 miles an hour yeah. heading towards the cliff and just see strange just strange granules you're like she's like oh i'm gonna snort these i don't know what they are they're yeah. blue granules you know what 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see, see if they're drugs. She yeah, is yeah, amazing. Um, I also love uh, Walter's daughter as a character a lot. The uh, the fight sequence that she yeah. has at I think the beginning of episode nine. Uh, when, seven, because there's eight episodes. Oh in yeah, series. seven. Uh, second to last episode, the penultimate episode. Holy shit, that was incredible. Yeah. That was some. This series lacks a lot of action, and I think it's because they're trying to they sacrifice action for storytelling. Yeah, uh, and I, I think, think part of it the detriment of the show as a whole. Well, I think part of it too is that the flashback scenes do not lend themselves to action because they're because they're known to hero at that point. No, it's, it's uh, all an ex, it's an exploring yeah. story. Yeah, is what it is. It's an adventure tale. Yeah. And I, I, I like in the flashback stuff. Most of that stuff is not in the Jupiter's Legacy, the, the first story arc. But that stuff comes in Jupiter's Circle. Uh, it's still different than what it is in the book. But they blended those two together. Uh, but I kind of appreciated that. Like we just didn't get an origin story. Like this is a world with these heroes. And, this is, and then as the show goes on, we learn more about who they were and how they came to be. It feels the editing feels clunky to me. I would have preferred to have the first. I would I preferred to, I would have preferred to have had a flashback episode or two, as opposed to constantly be shuffling between now and then. And even then, you don't necessarily know that you're following the same timeline. Sure, it's it's a lot to try and keep track of. Uh, I'll say my favorite character was Hutch. I didn't ask you, but thanks. Yeah, uh, I know. But I'm just going to shoot it on there. <laughs> you really? Uh, you asked me that, so I would ask you that. And uh, I it's okay. You, you don't understand polite conversation, <laughs> uh, even with a, a gun pointed at you. <laughs> yeah, Alex still has this Nerf gun pointed at me, and I'm still horrified. Uh, but uh, I thought he he held his own against, to me, like like, like a more experienced actor like Josh Demel. Uh, and I, I thought he actually probably outacted him in uh, – the few scenes he was in, uh, I thought his character was dynamic. His his ability was cool as well. Which one's Hutch? Hutch is the guy with the teleportation stick. George's son. Oh yeah, I loved him. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Uh, also, super villain son. Yes, uh, flawless mo- 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 mohawk hairstyle as well. Uh, oh, it was incredible. Yeah, uh, that is really a well done. For the ages. Uh, he he's like Chloe, where he has self destructive tendencies, but unlike Chloe. He's a very motivated and focused individual who who has a goal. Yeah. Uh, he's got a plan. Yeah. He's not going to tell her what it is. And he's also not intimidated by anyone either, like no matter how which I appreciate it. But also, I not love... Even somebody pointing a Nerf gun at him. Uh, I love George, uh, who George we didn't really see at all in the modern day at all, only in the flashbacks. Uh, but I like a guy that has 99 uh, eggs boiled, all at different softness and hardness, and he decides what number he wants. Uh, and Forrest Butler to bring him. Like, that's my I, kind of guy. I love that. I thought that was such a weird, quirky mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I would have preferred if they would have used that budget for the eggs and egg <laughs> to go towards the fight scenes. But you know, how what? much do you think eggs are? It's a banana. $60? How much is a banana, Michael? Twelve. <laughs> uh, we are killing the references today, I think. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on a strong one. You're on a big kick. I love There's, it. Nothing wittier than quoting the work of someone else. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's the sign of a true it, It's yes. the pinnacle of wit. That's, that's, that's what Shakespeare did. Yep. Uh, that's what John Green does uh, and Dan Brown. But only those three. No one else has quoted anyone ever. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, I will say, too. Uh, just. Yeah, I, heard, d- I heard Dan Brown uh, was the ghostwriter for Nick Cage. <laughs> 
And he's the one that really wrote all those films. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Nick Cave when you said that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow. Even better. Yeah, you, you've got range, Dan Brown. I, I can kind of see Nick Cave thinking about angels and demons anyway. So. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's spot on for Nick Cave. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Or Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How come there hasn't been a Nick Cage, Nick Cave compilation where Nick Cave acts in a film? Uh, this is what I want. I want Nick Cave to remake a Nick Cage film, but everything's the same. Nick, Nick Cave, Cave cover yeah, Yes, exactly that. <laughs> As the uh, soundtrack for the film. Yes, perfect. Even better. Uh, Did we just become billionaires? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it works. I will take a copy. I will take... Uh, Nick Cage's Action Comics number one off his hands for that idea. Oh, I forgot he has that. I'm pretty sure he sold it due to tax problems, which is just oh, kind of sad. Yeah, I forgot he had that. <laughs> he had had that. Uh, anyway. Oh man, you've seen the photos of him as Superman, right? Yeah. Oh man, it's gorgeous. Yeah, if you I know. haven't seen the photos of Nick Cage as Superman, oh my god, yeah. you have to. What's the point it. of living? Yeah, <laughs> I still want that Tim Burton Superman film. So, like we kind of mentioned, I don't. I don't think this like stacks up against like the pinnacle, like what these kind of shows are, like the boys, uh, no. in that regard, or or or, or even or even like the Marvel Star Wars shows. Here, um, I'll put it to you this way: uh, Would you put it uh, better or worse than Lock and Key, another Netflix comic show that will have a second? Yeah, season? Uh, I, I know I enjoyed Lock and Key. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure I would say I enjoyed this more. Than Jupiter's Legacy. I mean, more than Lock and Key. However, I, if people like Lock and Key more, I also completely understand like why they would. I like Lock and Key more. Uh, I think this. Uh, Not that anybody asked. Yeah. <laughs> But like this again, like I was gonna say, like it's this is not even like the tier as far as like Netflix like shows, like it's not like the tier like The Witcher, but it's certainly miles better than like what's one we did a couple years ago. We had it's miles better than Curse, which you didn't do the Catherine Langford one, but the one about the family who were like monster hunters. Oh uh, my god! Uh, with Angela something. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, man. I never want to even be able to remember what. That yeah, I can't remember called. what that show is called at all. Uh, Thank God, that was great yeah. podcasting. Uh, but like, okay, so like extraction. Yeah. Like, what would you? Which one would you choose? Extraction. I know that's hard because extraction is a movie. It, it's very tight, like ninety minutes, and the budget is is way higher on extraction. Than it is for this entire season. Yeah. October faction. Oh yeah, October faction. Okay, so let's get down to the the nitty gritty. I want to talk about the ending here. Um. In the penultimate episode, we finally have the moment uh, where they're on the island. They realize that they can't fight each other. They have to love each other. And then they are proven worthy. Yeah. Which was a really cool moment. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Because, like, I didn't know, like, that that, that was the origin of, of all you need is love. But, like, and then George went to go form the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Based off of the experiences there. I, I liked the moment of... Uh, Oh, visually, yeah. that visually that was a cool scene as well too. Visually, that was an incredible yeah. scene. Um, but I hated so much of the island stuff, the getting to the island yeah. stuff, the visions, like all the flashback stuff. You could have left for me. I sure. didn't need it. To me, it doesn't do a lot to the story. It doesn't add much. You can even make some shit up as far as the code. Yeah. You know? You mean like doing the Poochie? And then Poochie went back to his home planet <laughs> and died. <laughs> or Poochie died on the way back to his home planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody cares uh, why you got your powers. 
I think that's what we're seeing so much more now in so many comic films is I don't give a fuck how you got your powers. Let's just tell a story now that you've got them. Uh, I will say for someone that is not as well-versed in the medium uh, as we are, my wife watched the whole show with me and she really enjoyed the show and she really enjoyed the flashback stuff uh, as yeah. well. Uh, Cause if you're looking at it as, as a television yeah, show, exactly. Of a superhero comic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of course. You're like, I've seen Outlander. I know what happens whenever the flashback scene. Fuck. Is that what happens in Outlander? No. Scottish accents. Come on. You pervert. Oh, do they not have accents in the future? <laughs> <laughs> We've all become one. Uh, that was all abolished at the Great War at Hadrian's Wall. Uh, oh, shit. Please, know. please read your history. <laughs> Nobody told me. Yeah, they don't teach you that in Oklahoma history, do they? Why not? I needed to know yeah. this stuff. Uh, so, okay. So. Oh, we also, we're not done. You know okay, right? okay. So, what do you want to say? Well, we need to talk about the. The big oh. twist ending. Okay, sorry, because for me it wasn't a twist ending because like because like I knew that it. yeah yeah because I, I knew that going, going into it. But it is a big twist ending. Yeah. Correct or yes, no, I, it is. Well, when you say yes, no, I'm... yes for people who are unfamiliar with the source material. Uh, it is a twist ending. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think of that that aspect? Uh, so it turns out that uh, Walter kills his daughter, and he's really the person that made the clone of. Black Star? Black Star, yeah. Uh, and, and not Nighthawk? Uh, Sky Fox. Sure. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what I said, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he ends up killing his own fucking kid. Yeah. Slitting her throat. So what'd you think of that? <laughs> Did you see that coming? No. Yeah. Not at all. So, so it was still effective. Effective for sitting. And what I like, too, is if there's a season two... It means we, we don't know whether George Sky Fox is actually a villain or not, because he he could hundred percent still be a villain, or or he could be someone that that's been framed uh, by Walter. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, but I mean, do you want to just tell us? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Good. Fucked up. Really fucked up. Cool. Uh, yeah. Will you uh, rank the season season uh, series of one to forty eight? One to forty-eight. Okay, uh, I'm gonna use a scale out of ten just for I, I practice it more, so I feel like I screw that range up less. Be basic. That's fine. I would give this a seven. Uh, it's a series that I will watch season two of if there is one, uh, and I like that this is also an eight episode season, not thirteen, not ten as well. I, I think eight was a good uh, number season, but I think this is a show that, that could be done and told over three seasons as well. Well, there's 12 more issues coming out. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because we borrowed a lot of Jupiter Jupiter Circle okay. for uh, this first series. Okay. I mean, I, w- I also would give it a 7 uh, right down the line. Good, not great. Yeah, I, I think it's 100% fair. I think there's this is not going to end up as my number one show of the year, but there's a good chance that will be in my top 10 shows of the year. All or the top matches. 10. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's in the performances... Again, we're good, not great, but 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 there wasn't a bad performance in the show at all. Uh, I thought maybe Brandon probably had the toughest acting job in the whole series. Um, yeah, how do you be a whiny bitch but also not be a whiny bitch at the same time? But, and also be like someone who's like in like probably your mid twenties as well too. Like it, it, it's yeah. easier if the character's a teenager, but it's harder. And like you were saying, like Brandon's trying to live up to an impossible ideal, but I, I think performance wise, that's hard. And we didn't get a lot of 
solo screen time from Brandon like he did with Chloe either. No, which is kind of strange because he's such a big character now. Yeah. We really just focused on all the parents and the betrayals yeah. that they brought on and yeah. in their code. And I, I always like uh, Josh Mel. I, I, I like Leslie Bibb a lot too. Uh, so oh, I, I was Bibb's happy to see him. Uh, Josh Duhamel is fine. And the, Matt Lanter, the guy that played George, I, I thought gave a fantastic performance. Oh, yeah. uh, he's probably best known for playing uh, Anakin Skywalker in the uh, Clone Wars TV series. Yeah. Uh, voicing him. Uh, and... Ben Daniels, who played Walter, was really good. And his transformation from like flat, from like present day Walter to like flashback Walter, I thought was probably the, the best done on the show. Oh, yeah. At first, I, I had difficulty like. Yeah, same here. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that, that was really effective. Uh, okay. Well, next week, we are still in the TV world. We're moving to a new service because we're going to Hulu for Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yep. For Marvel's Modoc. Uh, all 10 episodes come out the day this episode releases. Uh, so in two weeks, if you feel like uh, following along with us, uh, please watch it. Uh, but as always, you can email us at henchmanatcomic.gmail.com. Uh, you can find us anywhere that people are still selling CDs. Uh, if you have a Circuit City or a Hastings nearby, please go check it out. You can find us at Suncoast Records. <laughs> you can find us at FYE. Uh, and what's in our bag at Amoeba. Uh <laughs> I would I would kill to do a what's in your bag. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be like Nobody who are these? Would yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I would get like forty views. Yeah. No, it would just be me yelling at a clerk, demanding know where the ska section is, and then lecturing them about like why they put relegation in the punk section. Oh, yeah. They're they're not a punk band. Yes, they have several punk influences, but they deserve <laughs> their own section. Yeah, my views would all be people who didn't realize that they had autoplay turned on and were like doing it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the comics, <laughs> I'm Alex Dashback. Hitchin ain't sleazy. Hinch ain't easy.